Zai. Welcome to Romania. Hashem, we've arrived. You guys have very well earned this trip. We have a message from our our tour guide. Beruhim <laughs> Havain. Nice. Thank you, Christy, for giving us a beautiful uh, guide. We are on the way, Rabbi Sai, to Bulgaria, on the, to the Heilige Peleyoyitz, which, Mitz Hashem, we're going to be speaking about the Peleyoyitz. We're going to have a little bit of history to understand who was the Peleyoyitz, what did he represent, some of the sperm that he wrote, and the scholars of Davening by Eskava. I implore of all of you to listen carefully. But before we get there, which we'll do before we get there, I want to give the Oilem a little bit of history. Just for a couple of moments, just listen to understand where we are and what the hidden went through in the place that we are at this moment, which is Romania. So the presence of hidden in Romania dates back to Roman times, to a small, it was a, a country where the province called Dacia, small number of hidden settled among, along the Black Sea during very many decades and they were trading in a number of early Romanian port cities. It was um, it was not the end of the 14th century that a substantial number of Yidden arrived in the country. They were expelled from the kingdom of Hungary. Now, although the Orthodox Church bitterly opposed any contact with Yidden, various local rulers actually encouraged Jews from Poland and other places to settle in the country. There were, however, as always, some tensions between the Yidden and the Goyim in the country usually derived from economic competition. In 1579, uh, in Moldavia, they ordered Yidden to be expelled on the count of them ruining the economy and the merchants. And because of that, uh, Jewish communities actually continued to be established in towns throughout Rom Romania. There were a, a large amount of Romanian Jews that were massacred during the Cossacks who invaded Romania in 1652 and 1653. And later, Yidden suffered horribly during the Turkish War from 1769 to 1774. Yidden was subjected to restrictions, included being denied citizenship and being prohibited from settling in villages or leasing land. Romanian officials were actually given the right to expel Jews from the country if they were not found to be useful. Yidden participated in the 1848 revolt against the Russians and many of them were executed as a, as a result. Romania finally had independence uh, from the Congress of uh, Berlin in 1878 and once again required to grant Yidden living in the country full civil rights as a condition of this independence. Now the situation for Jews in Romania worsened as most Romanian Jews were actually considered foreigners and were prohibited from many professions in the country. Between 1898 and 1904, about 70,000 Jews left Romania in order to go to what was then Palestine and other countries such as the United States of America. Yeah. <laughs> Anti-Semitism, as we'll discuss in a moment, was always a problem in 2015. The president, if I'm pronouncing this correctly, and you excuse me if I'm wrong, Klaus Lohanis. Huh? Um, signed legislation that made the Holocaust denial illegal and actually a punishable offense. So I just want to bring to your attention specifically two things about Romanian history and two of the Hoshiva Rabbonim 
that lived here in Romania and did a lot for Klal Yisrael. In fact, other Yoimazet. So Romania went through some difficult stages of control between 1939 and 1941. The Soviet Union actually controlled different parts of Romania. In 1941, the Romanian army actually collaborated together with the Nazis and invaded the Soviet Union in order to take back various parts of Romania. In fact, one, one of the things that's unknown, um, unknown but many people don't know, is that the Malbim was a Rav in Bucharest in the 1800s. He was a Rav over here, the Heiliger Malbim. Uh, two Rabbonim I want to bring to your attention. One of the big Rabbonim that lived in Romania was Rav Yehuda Leib Tzivilson. Rav Yehuda Leib Tzivilson was a very, very Choshevyid, a Boki Bechola Terukula, and he was actually one of the big Rabbonim under the Russian jury, under the Tsar. Uh, he lived in Masarabi, grew up in a Hasidisha home, had a Chabad education, and he had something very unique, which, uh, which was he was able to speak Russian, which was quite rare. And in fact, the Russians actually recognized him as a rabbi, which was very helpful for the Yidden because he was able to go into the government and do many things for Klalisor because he spoke Russian. Now, from 19, uh, 1908 until he died, which was only 33 years later, he was a Rov in Romania. And um, before World War I, it was actually the Russian Empire. After World War I, it was actually called Romania. In 1912, he helped form Agudis Yisrael of Romania. He did a tremendous amount for Kalal Yisrael. He opened up a yeshiva in Kishinev. And um, he was actually uh, served in the Romanian parliament as well. He did a tremendous amount for Kalal Yisrael, which is amazing. Now, I want to bring to your attention another Rav. Um, a Rav that did a lot for Kalal Yisrael then. And we actually are gaining a lot of what he did. And that was Rav Moshe Yosef Rubin. Ramosius Rubin was a pre Rov in Romania, eventually remo- moved to America. He came from a Hasidic background of Bells, Kosov, and Robschitz. He grew up in Romania. They called him the Kupling Rov, uh, which is a place in Romania. During the war uh, in Bucharest until he moved eventually to America, he became a Rov in Long Beach and then Borough Park and then eventually in Montreal for a few years. He actually got very interested in the Svarim and the Torah of Rabbi Shamshum of Hirsch. He dedicated his life, actually, to his Torah and to his philosophy, eventually translating a lot of what the uh, Rav Shushan Hirsch into Romanian. He went to, actually, went to a university in Klush. He actually got a degree, which was also very, very interesting. He went on and he went to build tremendous amount of mikvoyas. He was a big fan and he went around the country trying to get people involved in Taras and Mishpacha. He promoted Shmir Shabbos. He was involved in that good Yisrael. He was on the Mo'etzas Gedoli Yisrael at the age of 30 years old, which is actually amazing. Now, the Romanian Holocaust, there were plenty, as we mentioned, there was plenty of anti-Semitism in Romania, but uh, it was a relatively safe place, actually, from the Nazis during the Holocaust. It was a safe place from deportation and death, of course. Don't get me wrong, there were outer borders that in Romania had their own place and their own situations over there by Maven Yovin. And there are many Jewish refugees that actually tried to get into old Romania. And some of the Rabbonim that we just mentioned, the two Rabbonim we mentioned, were tremendously instrumental in helping out to get many thousands of Yidin, including many Choshevar Rebbes and Rabbonim, into Romania to save them from the Holocaust. For example, the Sadiger Rebbe, the Bahusha Rebbe, the Vizhnitzer Rebbe, the Imri Chaim, and the Bobova Rebbe, who, ex- who escaped Poland and reached Romania. And Rav Rubin had a tremendous 
connection with the Bob of a Rebbe, a very close relationship with him. He had a close relationship with many of the Rebbe's, and specifically because he knew people in the government, he had the ability to allow Yidden to come in, and he saved many of their lives. Rabbi Shlomo Bobov specifically actually lived in Rav Rubin's house here in Romania for a number of years, and uh, Rav Rubin opened up actually probably the first could be the first yeshiva post-war in the entire Europe, possibly was in Bucharest. He opened it together with Rav Shlomo Babov, because he was very, very close with him, he called it the Masifta, and when the uh, when eventually Rav Rubin moved to America, he lived in Borough Park, so the Babov Areva actually stayed by him. In 1950, he was in Borough Park, he was a much older person, tremendous, tremendous post-sikah, and he decided to dedicate his life to cemeteries, that were actually falling to pieces and people were, you know, desecrating in a bad way. And he opened up an organization called Geda Ovois in order to protect cemeteries in Europe. And you should know that many of the Kvarim that we visit uh, are because of the schos of this Rav. So, Lemaisa Rabbi we're in a Choshev place. We're in a place that many Choshev Rabbonim lived. Yidin lived here as well. In Mitzvah as we get closer to the Heiliger Peleyoyetz, we'll speak more about the Peleyoyetz. Sit back and relax, Rabbi Sai. Have a wonderful journey. Oh, yeah.